It's October. That means everything's coming up pumpkin-flavored lattes, I think. Oof. This is 5 Degrees Off Normal, and I'm Jules Watts. Yeah, I've been silent for about a month. Uh, real life decided to get a little crazy, so I stepped away from the mic for a bit to take care of all being grown-up and responsible. But I'm back, and, well, tonight I'm going to be talking about leveling up. I'm not talking about the type of leveling up that gives you an extra D6 hit points or a couple extra points in strength or stamina. Although those are fun. They're a lot of fun. I'm actually going to be talking about leveling up the player instead of the character. You see, over the past couple of months, I actually have gotten really into the game Bloodborne. And if any of you guys play the From Software games, you know those games are brutal. Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Bloodborne, you name it. If you don't die a lot in these games, check your game because there might be a bug. And I'll be honest, Bloodborne is pretty unforgiving. But it's really, really interesting and it really grabbed my attention. I'm curious about the lore. I'm curious about what's going on around here. And that seems to come up a lot in the FromSoft games. The history, the world, the entire narrative isn't given to you. You kind of have to figure it out on your own. And the only way to do that is either to play it yourself or watch a Let's Play. And let me be honest, it's so much better playing the game yourself. Especially for some like me. And I'll tell you why. The rules are universally applied equally to the player and the NPCs in the game. So if I see something way off in the distance and I've got a weapon that can hit it, I can take it down, even though it might be in a different area than what I usually can get to. I can backstab enemies, and they can backstab me. The rules are always fair. So if you kill a boss accidentally before you're supposed to get it, and then you get to that area, that boss is still dead. Alright, so what does this have to do with leveling up? I guess it comes to the point where I realized I was actually getting better as a player. It wasn't the character on the screen that was getting more powerful. It was me, at least in my execution in playing this game. And I will be honest, when it comes to video games, I love them, but I'm not always the best. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't put me on your team when we're playing Halo. I will, well, I can be a meat shield. That's about it. So usually I get a lot of enjoyment of watching other people play games so I can still get the story and have some fun. I have no idea what kind of masochistic streak gripped me when I wanted to start playing Bloodborne, but you know what? I don't regret it. So here's what happened. I had gotten a new weapon and I wanted to test it out. So I go back to the beginning area where there's a lot of kind of simple enemies and I'm like, all right, let's swing this around so I can learn the timing and get how it feels, etc., etc. So, of course, I get my ass beat a couple of times, but I'm getting a little bit more familiar with the weapon. And so I wanted to do a side-by-side -side comparison, so I equipped the original weapon I had, which is the Extendo Axe of Doom, and I love it. So after I respawned, I trudged myself back to the area I was just at where I just got my ass handed to me, and I started slaughtering all these jobbers there, and I'm not taking as much damage as I usually do. I'm not getting staggered as quickly, I'm luring them a little bit more effectively, and I started thinking to myself, hey, this area feels easier, but I know changing difficulty in a established area is something that From Software does not do. And I went and I looked at my stats, and, well, you know, I kept dying so much, I wasn't able to keep a lot of the blood echoes with which to level myself. So, no, no, my improved stats definitely weren't it. 
I stopped thinking about it for a time. I was like, fuck it. You know what? Uh, I'll think on this later. I might be missing something. Ah, well, fuck it. Who gives a damn? I've got a new area I get to explore, and ooh, it's pretty. So I start exploring the next area, and I am really enjoying myself. I'm getting my butt kicked, but I'm really enjoying myself. The story's good. It's nice and creepy. I'm liking the NPC interaction. And I realize, oh crap, I am almost out of blood vials, a.k.a. the healing items. So I warp back to Central Yarnum, which is kind of like the hub area for this game. And I realize, oh wait, yeah, there's a shortcut on the left, and these big dudes with bricks, if you kill them, they drop blood vials. So, okay, let me go and let me kill a couple of these brick guys so I don't actually have to waste my blood echoes buying healing items, because that's kind of embarrassing. And I realized... The second time I went down there kind of to farm these healing items, hey, um, I'm parrying these guys and taking them down with one, maybe two hits. And before, in the starting area, these guys were kicking my butt. And my husband Zippy was like, hey, look at that. You're able to parry them maybe about 70 to 80% of the time with, you know, and if you miss, you're dodging out of the way so they're not, like, smashing you on the head with a brick and one-shotting you. Well, all right, not exactly one-shotting, two-shotting, but yeah, you get the point. And I'm thinking to myself, well, shit, am I actually getting good at this game, or am I just having luck with these specific dudes? It wasn't luck. Um, <laughs> very not luck. About halfway through the game, I get transported into this really, really creepy town after this big monster hit me over the head with a bag, and, you know, I went into this, it's called the Unseen Village. It's a little creepy. The music's really gorgeous, though I highly recommend if you can listen to it. It's really pretty. And it was kind of cool because over time I learned these, you know, bag monsters. They're, they're kind of a glass cannon. They're going to hit you, and they're going to hit you hard, and it's really going to mess up your day. But if you're able to parry them or backstab them, they're really easy to take down. And I was actually able to figure out their rhythm and their pattern. And I've become kind of enamored with watching Epic Name Bros playthroughs on video games because they're really cool. And he shows techniques and he also talks about his impressions of the lore and why. And it's a lot of fun. And when I watched him play through that area, the exact same one, his technique was hit them with the poison dagger. And then when they go into their I'm going to rage and kill you mode, he'd run around and backstab them. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And Zippy's watching the YouTube videos with me, and he's like, well, hey, he found a really unique solution, but you took the time and learned how to parry these guys and can parry them pretty consistently. Well, shit. Well, I am getting better at it, I guess. So after that revelation, I decided to take a, I guess, an introspective look back on, oh, I guess, the past couple of weeks, maybe a month, month and a half, to see if that pattern was only maybe for this specific game, or was I seeing it elsewhere but not noticing it because I didn't have the the luck of having From Software's consistent uniform rules application. Turns out I have been leveling up in a couple of things. I just didn't notice it. My friends did. But I didn't. I mean, pulling off a couple of really cool RP scenes in a Shadowrun game I'm in. Getting better at noticing possible, I guess you would call them points of failure, when I'm looking over processes at work. Hell, even being able to articulate to people I really admire and look up to. A year ago, I wasn't even able to talk to them without stuttering and stammering and losing my entire train of thought. Who knew that my nerd addiction would actually show me improving in certain things? 
All right, I'm going to wrap it up here. I'm going to link to Epic Name Bros YouTube channel down in the doobly-doo because, honestly, he has a wonderful catalog of playthroughs and weapon demos, and it's a lot of fun to watch him play and comment on all these different games. I really recommend it. It's a lot of fun. And he'll throw in cute and funny references in there from time to time, which makes it kind of a joy. So before I close, though, a special thank you to Prism Shard for our totally kick-ass intro music. This is Jules Watt signing off, and I'll talk to you guys soon. In less than a month, I promise. Really? You can trust me, can't you?